right. Welcome everyone to my show, my podcast show, Surviving Your Journey Toward Success. My name is Nichelle Anderson and I have Dr. Amber in the house. So I'm so, so excited about that. We've been chatting back and forth. She's in the UK, United Kingdom, and I'm here in the United States in Atlanta. So I hope you enjoy this particular interaction that we're going to do today. Before we get started, I do like to start my podcast with a prayer. And that is, in this day, I am thankful to the prime creator of all things that I will give thanks for this blessing and opportunity that I will use it for the greater good. So welcome my survivors of the journey to my podcast that aims to inspire and motivate you to continue to have joyfulness in your heart, peace of mind. All right. I want you to sustain that peace of mind for your sustained success. So welcome, Dr. Amber. How are you doing today? Oh my gosh, thank you so much, <laughs> Hello, listeners. It's such a pleasure and an honor to be here with you, Nichelle. And I love Ooh, I love your voice. Don't <laughs> try to love so it. <laughs> I love that you started with a prayer as well. Brilliant. Yes, Brilliant. yes, yes. Um, and I'm drinking my green tea. You know, <laughs> you know like I did on the, when you interviewed me on your show, which right quick before you do that, I love the title of your show. You got to, when you go into um, your background, you tell us how you came about with the name of your show. I think it's beautiful. Oh, thank you so much. Well, um, so I am a dentist by background and my specialty in dentistry is special care. And essentially that means that I would treat people with complex needs, whether those needs were physical, medical, intellectual, emotional. And so for me, that clinical care was sort of went hand in hand with really connecting with people because some of those people were you know they couldn't verbalize things so it was non-verbal communication some people were sadly on you know on their deathbed it was you know or it was palliative care and so for me it's always been i think ever since i was a child probably because of the way i've been brought up as well that sort of it's that inner as you were saying Michelle, it's that inner peace of mind and mm -hmm. sort of you know peace of heart and mm -hmm. so for me it's always been about what we have on our sort of within ourselves our inner selves is going to be expressed and manifest on the outside so mm. my podcast is called inside out smile because <laughs> we can have all the tooth whitening we can have all the braces the aligners but really you know the thing that's going to make you smile is that inner peace right 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 what's inside matters and express outward and when you're not in balance, um, it impacts your inner self. And once you tap into that, you find your joyfulness, you find your, your lightheartedness that you can deal with the challenges that we experience in life. Thank you so much. I just want to say right quick, no one didn't get a chance to listen to the interview that you did with me, is that we met through a co-optive platform, which I'm so happy about, Audrey, that we were able to, to meet. That was last year, right? It was like a year ago, right? It was, it was. And then we've just <laughs> taken our time to, well, you know, I think with the current climate, um, and yes. you've been so busy as well, and I've right. projects as well so yeah, but, yeah so uh just so, been chatting yeah. ever since we was chatting before we started the podcast I'm like oh we gotta get ready to start this <laughs> you know like like yes excelling uh, you know exchanging resources and talking to stuff like two girlfriends they haven't even seen each other for a while like oh, oh having tea and water because you say you haven't what to say well let me I have water today. today yes 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 <laughs> let's start with your vast experience like you just talked about 
and your society projects. I know you mentioned the last time we talked what you were working with, definitely with different things here in the United States with Harvard. Could you expand on that? Because I know it deals with basically overall humanity, which we have to learn to work with, with one another to connect with. Can you kind of expand on that and share with the audience today? Absolutely. So I like to do, I guess, my my ethos and my mission is mm. to get people connected so that we have equity in the world. And as part of this, I'm on the Council for Race, Equity and Inclusion with the mm. Institute of Coaching, which is with McLean Hospital, which is a Harvard Medical School affiliate. Mm. And, you know, there are many of us coaches, international coaches, and we're all working to lift humanity mm -hmm. really so which is what you're doing as well in the shell so yeah. um, and all my projects have that same focus right every i think in life it's not it's just if you want to make a difference you can contribute to what is required within your means and to share and I think if we think about in those terms, we can we can do that 360 that I like to say, 360, that's it, it's life. And mm -hmm. when we focus on different types of tasks and different objectives, we get to the primary objective for us to live and learn and to connect with in a positive way. And race issues here in the United States have been ongoing, as you know, and people will listen. And I think any type of way either through committee like you are on, or just through uh, creativity with writing or creating something. I'm thankful uh, for you and those that are continuing to try to, because I think dealing with those issues, it can be very challenging, right? And just like you were saying earlier about your podcast, to find that inner peace. And race issues can be very, um, let me see the correct word I want to say. <laughs> it can be very tenacious. And yeah. I think if we don't, if we allow that rainbow of different, where people come from or what have you, different languages, culture, but coming to a common ground, we can find that objective that we can work as a team to get it together. So the next question, yes, do you want to touch on that? Well, I was just going to say yes, because we are all really one team, aren't we? The right. team, team humanity. And right. um, and it's interesting because the council was actually- yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, absolutely. And the council was actually set up in response to events that had happened in the States. Right. So it was set up specifically, you know, for that reason. And yeah, and so, you know, hopefully, you know, we're, we're going to rise to the challenge to improve things. Right. I believe and have hope that in the future that, and for the children, right? Because I think the children today, when I see, it's different in the way I was growing up or what I saw on, you know, television, what have you. I think the the, the younger generation wants that community fair. They want the racial issues to to be, you know, I'm just be blunt. They don't, you know, they don't really want that, you know. At least that's what I pick up and I can see. And it's more being train or influence to think otherwise than being a community. So I just have hope for the future that even though we don't might see it across the board that in the future that their voices is going. So I think what we do, right? Mm -hmm. And connecting yeah. with, with our differences, but also our similarities and finding that is gonna give that new hope that we can live in a society that we're not judged by certain things, we're accepted by our differences and that can bring that humanity. 
Now I want to ask your greatest struggle in life and how you, you know, chose to overcome that. That's such an interesting question, Michelle. When, when <laughs> I go deep. That, I go deep in here. I go deep. Yeah. I feel like we got to get to the root of things. But I, I'd, I'd like to bring my guests in to share their, their life's, you know, struggles. If you know you want to share, you know, with us with that. Yeah, I feel. I mean, I feel I've been very blessed. I suppose that a couple of things that came to mind. Um, and I don't even know what, no, actually when, when I sort of was thinking about that question, I was thinking, gosh, this is so, you know, there's so many different ways in which I could answer it. I mean, one, one thing I think is certainly, um, loss mm. in life. And I think that's something that we all, yes. we all face. And for me, that's a big I, one. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. is. And I think the interesting thing is that, you know, on the one hand, I've been, been very blessed. Um, I still have my parents and things, but, you know, um, I was thinking of, I lost actually two, two, I mean, I didn't know my grandparents and they were amazing people. So if we're talking about challenges, you know, because I didn't have that, so I didn't know what it was not to have it, if that makes yeah. sense. I didn't have it from the beginning, mm -hmm. but certainly I think loss in, sen in the sense of um, one of my cousins who was actually in Maine, he used to live in Maine and he was quite a well-known surgeon, he was an ENT surgeon mm -hmm. and one day, and I remember basically what happened was that we had an aunt who was unwell with cancer mm -hmm. and one day I remember I came home from work and my sister said, oh I've got some bad news and it and I thought it was my aunt, you know, because we'd kind of done the last visit and, you know, we knew her time was imminent. And then she said that my cousin had passed away. And essentially he was such a good person, Michelle. And it's interesting because I never knew how, I mean, of course I dearly loved him. He was like a brother. We used to see him probably about four times a year. So even though he was in the States, he was coming and going all the time. He'd lived with my parents for a while when he was going to medical school, you know, years and years ago. And um, and it was really, so I couldn't make the funeral because, um, you know, we're Muslims and we sort of immediately within 24 hours sort of have our funerals. But mm. what I learned afterwards, I read the obituary and so he was a guy who was just so lovely and he used to do a lot of surgery free of charge for people mm. that couldn't afford it. Wow. And on the day that he actually passed away, essentially he'd been, he'd done some free clinics, some free operations. Mm -hmm. And then his, nobody really knows what happened, but his four by four had gone down a ravine in, in Maine. And so hopefully he passed away, you know, immediately. Yeah. God rest his soul. But at his funeral, there were people of all faiths. And it turned out that he'd done all this charitable stuff. You know, I knew he was lovely. But he'd done all these things where when he was doing sort of free surgeries and things, you know, people didn't have shoes or clothing. He would just mm. give them his stuff and he would just go home in his wow. scrubs. You know, so he was a He's true a given soul. <laughs> yeah, he really, really was. And, you know, and I just thought so I mean that was that was I suppose really the closest person to me personally that mm. I lost. And I remember that I thought, oh my gosh, I and mean, it really took, I'd say probably at least 10 years 
before I could actually, do you know what I mean? Before I could actually, but I mean, the obituaries were amazing. So as I said, so many people, yeah. And I learned a lot more about him because he kept all that stuff secret. And I think that's the thing, isn't it? It's doing good and not necessarily shouting about it. and so I think that for me was, you know, obviously it was very painful, but it was, um, it was, uh, you know, it was an experience that I grew from. And um, and I think the other experience really was when, when I not comparing, you know, a pets to a human, um, but no, you know, my, my, <laughs> yeah, but my dear, my dear departed poodle who I adored, who literally. Mm-hmm was my best friend you know we would sleep together we would go everywhere together What's his name? what was his name his name was nashi monty so Aww, yeah so he, he was a little black toy poodle he was the cutest and he was known as a gentleman when we would go on walks because he Aww. just had the most lovely personality Aww. he was quite his parents were crofts winners so crofts Aww. is like this international dog show but it's it's in yeah. britain and um magic comes from sort of french from you know magic because yeah. our our favorite um perfume was magie noir which is black magic and mm. he was a black toy poodle so and he was mm-hmm. he was just yeah he just had the most wonderful personality mm. he was so kind and gentle and as he grew old and frail you know dogs mm. and animals can teach us so much because wow. they have such dignity they live with mm. such grace Mm-hmm. And so it's been, you know, it's five and three quarters of a year since he's passed mm-hmm. away, or since we had to put him to sleep. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he just he just lives on in the lessons that I learned. And I think we mm-hmm. can learn so many lessons from mm-hmm. from animals who quite often behave better than humans, quite mm-hmm. frankly. Yeah. You know, the order path yeah. to be. <laughs> yeah, well, they're so pure, aren't they? They're pure in their intention. But mm-hmm. I think we... You know, Ooh, that's a powerful it's, word, pure in <laughs> intention. I yeah, like yeah, I think mm-hmm. that's so important. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, um, we just grow from these things, don't we? I have my right. faith and right. certainly my poodle had an Islamic funeral. And I knew that, you know, mm-hmm. when, when my cousin passed away, when he passed away, the only thing that can give comfort is faith. Right. And, um, and I have to say, I met somebody today that I kind of just know in passing, and I'm going to be discussing this actually on my podcast, my next mm. episode. Mm-hmm. And um, I hadn't seen him for a while, you know, with COVID, everyone's got different schedules. Right. And he told me that his wife had passed away in the last few weeks. Mm. And, you know, and he was just obviously still really distraught. And, mm. you know, we had a nice long talk. And I just hope that, you know, that that just gave him some comfort. Oh, it but, does. Talking is powerful. Yeah. yeah. But, well, but, let me put it away. Talking when you are, as you put it, pure intention to get hmm. to the root of it. And to me, talking is almost like having dinner, which I really value when, you, when we have dinner with someone supper. It's very, because you're into, you're into your interaction not only with the food that you eat, but the conversations that you share and you're connecting on a spiritual level um, hmm. because you're not, with any titles or any this or that you're just coming as um, the embodiment of seeking um, closeness and healing so yeah. I think the talking that you had and I know in your, and you know not just because I love your your accent Britain accent 
but just your ability to, to connect and listen and then to give him hope. I could, I don't have any other conversation and I know that he, is, he felt at ease. You know, I'm sure that he need, he might need this or that, and, you know, more talking and other resources. But I just think by you doing that, taking that time, it's going to matter. Well, hopefully, hopefully I was able to sort of point him to resources, yeah. So, you know, hopefully, and we sort of said that, you know, we'll try and sort of catch up again. Um, and he does have sort of, you know, grandchildren and great grandchildren. Yeah. But even so, you know, he was just, he was lost. And I thought, oh, I wish mm. I could give you a hug, but because of COVID, I couldn't. Mm. Um, but I think it's just, yeah, I, I think, you know, when we grow from, you know, it's that empathy, there's just that added right. empathy touch to empathy I think when you experience and we all experience loss in different ways right right so yeah just to touch on that too with loss I think that's a very powerful and for those that are listening I hope that they are able to get some connect I think as humans we like to connect with someone that experienced the same thing that we experienced and yeah. to find out, you know, how did you do it or how did, you know, it gives you, give the person hope, especially faith. And I experienced loss too. It took, it takes loss is grief and yeah. it's not knowing the whole reason why it's going on. And you have to come to that level of acceptance, which is hard to do. And mm -hmm. you have to deal with all those emotions. So when you were describing your uncles, like, oh, I can connect with that. And then when you were describe, describing and sharing how you know, everyone, you know, came out for all different faiths, all different backgrounds. You know, that means mm -hmm. he touched the community. Yeah. And yeah. With unconditional love. And for the most part, it's hard for certain um, people to do that, right? Mm -hmm. For whatever reason. And yeah. loss when that person is gone, it's like a huge blow. It's, it's like the sun is not rising the next day. I mean, it's major. And then you have to yeah. kind of reconnect the new reality. And for me, just to share, um, you know, I had a major loss that I did, similar to what you was just saying. I mean, they're there and you just like, you know, go about your day and you're thinking it's, it could be something else and then they're not there anymore. Yeah. And I remember for me, I really had to get, you know, help in a sense to try to deal with that loss. Even right now, just talking about it. Oh my goodness, I'm getting a little bit emotional. Oh, but anyway, just from, oh, I think I am. And so sometimes, like you said, like 10 years, mm -hmm. you know, people are saying, oh my gosh, that takes so long, but that's what it is, because it's emotions. It's something that you're tapping into that energy, that connecting of experience, the moments. And yeah. you have to, it's a lot of acceptance. You're not gonna be able to do this or that, or hear that person, connect with that person. So you have to come up with a new blueprint of mm. your life forward, of how you do that. And I love when you said prayer, Oh my gosh, yeah. for me, yeah. and everybody have their different beliefs. And I touched on that in my podcast. If you, you know, I don't say you have to be this and that. Just come as yeah. you are. You just come, you know, positive and, and seeking, you know, in the sense that um, it's not negative. That's what I ask on my mm -hmm. podcast, those that are listening. <laughs> and, um, but for me, I talk about my faith. And, and for me, I had prayer help me. Without it, I just, you know, and also those that were on the path to at least give me some insight, like you did. Like you said, your friend, and yeah. that helped to steal me to focus and to regain um, the sanity and the acceptance. And then mm -hmm. over time, I'm okay now. Oh my God, I almost got emotional. See, that's how deep it is. And yeah. the person that really impacted that 
was connected to me, I didn't really realize in the beginning, I was just like, Ugh! and then we just kind of grew. And then years passed, it was like 18 years and bam, it was over. And so it took several years. Now it's almost like uh, 18 years and see how, 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 you know, very emotional that can be just thinking about it. But I would have to say that I'm much better before because it was like all over my mind. It's like how you're describing your friend there. You just, you can't get back into the normalcy yeah. because something so, it's like your heart was just ripped out. And then you have mm. to learn to be able to mend your heart in a different way. So what I learned over time is that even though in the physical plane, they're not here spiritually, they live on. Mm. And you was, if you able to, you get to a point, you're able to see the manifestation of that, the, the physical um, representation of that from the spirit plane. That's what I think. And that's what I have seen and experienced. So that helps over time. And, you know, that's just how I deal with it. But yes, definitely prayer, definitely Mm. looking at it in a different way and feeling them in a different way, seeing them different in different circumstances during the day. <laughs> like, you know, that's funny that that happened. So-and-so used to do that. And so I laugh. And so that's healing. So thank you so much for sharing that because loss is major. And you have to go through those five phases, <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 And then you get to your, you get to a peaceful, you know, it's changed you, but if you, like you just said, you learn, they help you learn lessons in life, right? Mm. Just like when you were talking about your uncle, he helped me to learn lessons in life. You just keep doing, keep doing, keep giving, keep Well, it's, it's funny, isn't it? Because it's, you know, as I was saying to the chat today, that, you know, it's, you know, I believe that it's, it's a transition from this right. life to the next. Right. But are we, you know, grief really, you know, is it for oh, them yeah. or is it for us? Because really it's about our future. Mm-hmm. not having that person in right. our future anymore so right. you know you know so that's where i guess the pain comes the pain, from that we have yes. to reimagine right a new future without right. that person right so, right um so, so and so certainly and, and you know certainly with my cousin because he was like a brother that i imagined you know that as i was kind of growing i'd be asking him for advice etc etc um, and I know you guys on Mother's Day, you have a different Mother's Day to us in the UK. Yeah. And I remember the last time that he had rang was um, was actually Mother's Day in the UK. And I think mm. I was out either getting something for my mother and I basically I missed the call and that, that was the last call. And mm. you always kind of think, and that's why I think, you know, you just never know in life. Right. You know, I mean, we have COVID with us at the moment, but none of us know when our time is up. Mm. So it's really important, I think, you know, to connect with and to interact with people as well as strangers. And tell them, and tell, and tell the person you love them. Yeah. They haven't like, they say, you know, I love you. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> we never know when it's our last chance. So. so let's talk about something in the sense that I like to do with my guests or just kind of focus on some things with words because words are, are powerful and so yeah. if you could pick three words to describe your life journey what would they be and why oh gosh it's, <laughs> it's funny again because i wonder whether my interpretation because i think that's really funny as well isn't it when somebody yes. asks the question it's like yes the interpretation because initially i was kind, kind of like ooh, would i say that um <laughs> or laughter and love or or <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, is it yes. through adjectives? 
But then I actually thought, oh, really, it would be a grateful journey. Those are the three words. And and purely because, you know, we are just souls in a body, right. in a journey. You know, yes. we're all going to end up in the same place, no matter who we are. And I think, you know, you could almost use different sort of words, I suppose, you know, because obviously life changes all the time. Yeah. But I think that gratitude for what we have mm. is, it's just, I think that's just such an important gratitude. part of life, you know, mm. because even if there's one teeny, I don't know, chromosome missing, one enzyme missing, you know, mm. your life is totally different. You know, mm. your your life right. is a totally different journey mm. and I think the fact that we have our senses we can see we can hear we can you know we're here for you know speaking on this podcast show I think you know we just have so much to be grateful for you know we're not being bombed in Palestine we've not had our land stolen yeah. you know I just feel that every day Gratitude. I'm just so grateful mm. yeah and I guess mm. having worked with people with special needs and you know seeing the parents mm. as they were growing older and just that's I just true. think I'm just so you know I'm just so grateful and I, mm. I suppose in a way that ties in with the loss as well right so I think I was just about to say that oh we think a lot <laughs> we do. I was just about to say that's why I do on my podcast I tell people yeah. you know like when you were saying talking I was actually talking positive talking like you giving and yeah. person do 360 it's helpful and when you say gratitude and I I also talk about you know depression and yeah. to, to get out of there at least my my experience and when I talk to other people as well is being gratitude just listing the positive things in your life that you're thankful for and you said at the beginning of the podcast that you feel that you're blessed and just talk about anything I mean anything could be if you move your finger like uh from here you know a couple of inches you know that's a blessing and just be grateful and that helps you to get out of to that thinking mindset and like you said about loss being gratitude of um, just remembering the memories that you have with the person that is no longer there mm-hmm. is a form of, of gratitude and just writing it out and saying yeah. it and it helps you yes I totally agree totally yeah agree. and I think I'm very grateful you know we all have unique skills you know and right. I, I you know and I'm a firm believer in that you know we're all wonderful at something and I think the problem is that quite often the media sort of says that you know people need to be like this that and the other and not everybody is 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 going to fit that mold right and right i think it's such a shame because we're all amazing and the, mm-hmm. the funny thing is and i, I do believe in science <laughs> and weirdly you know weirdly today michelle when i was so i was on a walk and mm-hmm. essentially what had happened was that this is so strange <laughs> so i saw this guy so I contemplated so I can go home one of two ways <laughs> and there's also a third path that very rarely I will take very rarely and I thought to myself oh do you know what I need to kind of get home so let me just go on my normal path and then there was this guy who jogged past me and when you're watching something in a movie it was all quite surreal he kind of jogged past me and then he went across a different way which kind of could have led to path two um so path two and path three are quite close to each other path one is slightly distinct and so i started to walk along you know path one and then suddenly i decided no i'm gonna go to path two but in my head something was saying path three path three and i thought yeah do you know what maybe so i walked across the line <laughs> so now i could pick between path two and path three right so we've knocked what path one out the uh, out of the out of the park and i'm thinking okay path two path three and then something 
what's kind of urging me, you know, go down path three because you hardly ever go down path three. Mm. And it'll be just a nice change of scenery, although it's a bit longer. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go down path three. So I went down path three and then I met that chap. Mm. And now in retrospect, I think, was I meant to meet him? I think I was. Mm. I was meant to meet him. We were meant to have that conversation because I hardly, I you can't. Know, I love you. meant to be because that's my other podcast show. It's about you. Now. I really, <laughs> so yeah. That's so I mean, what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. meant to be. And, Exactly, because I mean, I cannot tell you the last time I walked down that path months and months ago. And um, so, yeah, so something was urging me, you know, and yeah, so I think Mm. that was that was meant to be. I love it. You know, we're going to chat after this about it. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. absolutely. Yes, 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 yes. Definitely going to talk about that, you know, because I love love stories. Well, I'm not saying it's dead, but you know what I mean? I just love, you know, the things that's meant to be and things that. You yeah. know, it just that's what I think that's the whole um I won't say the word experiment, but the whole reality of us as humans, humanity and our animal friends and animal friends and, and family and um the environment and nature. It's all about the experience. And when things happen like that where you hardly ever, you know, suspect or, or plan or, or plot out, it just makes the whole it's just like eating a bowl of ice cream to me. Each spoonful is just tastes better than the last, at least for me. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I love it. So we definitely gonna talk about that. We gotta talk about that. Okay, so we gotta get back to this podcast, everybody. Okay, the next question I want to um, kind of talk about. Now I did mention about I do encourage my listeners about using a journal. I think writing is so powerful to get out any type of things that they need to get out to to get their mental peace. So in times of life challenges, you could just name yeah. something. What do you use to, you know, give you hope? I know you mentioned your your faith. You could talk on that as well to give you that vision to get you through things. What do you do? Absolutely. I would say it's, it's my faith, to be honest, mm. because, yes. you know, in, in Islam, it's really interesting. We are here for a definite purpose. You know, mm-hmm. we're yes, not just purpose. Here. Yeah, yeah, you know, there is meaning and there is purpose and essentially you've got a job to do basically, you know, for humanity. And so I think when I'm, if I'm ever feeling, you know, um, I don't know, a touch of loneliness. I mean, one of my best friends is thinking of moving countries and I know, I'm like, like, oh my gosh, I'm all, hasn't even gone as yet, doesn't even have a date for going. <laughs> I'm already feeling the loss, Michelle. I'm mm. already feeling that loss. Yes. So the thing is, what do you do? You know, when you have that inner kind of, I immediately just turn to God, mm. prayer or reading the Quran or listening to an Islamic scholar. And mm. that always just resets things because, right. you know, we're never alone. God is always right. with us. Mm-hmm. You know, we have angels around us as well. Mm. And so I think, you know, we all need that reminder because the world just seems so that real reminder and that is so powerful. Yeah, I just want to emphasize that that reminder. It's not that it's it's a way for us to um, reconnect because we can get so yeah. absorbed around in, in our environments. And so I'm so happy that you said that. And I hope um, my listeners listening to that is very powerful. It's the reminder. So you do the things that you need to do is listen to, it's like Dr. Amber mentioned, to a person of faith or writing a, writing down in your journal or just rereading a positive motivational quote or listening to, you know, her podcast show. <laughs> and it's a reminder and you're going to hear those keywords. I always yeah. think keywords are so important. That's like when they talk about, you know, how you can, you know, get people to come to your site or do this and that. They use keywords, search 
or yeah. as well is the keywords that you're going to see when you hear and listen to someone or the keywords that you're reading a book or a passage um, in mm-hmm. scripture help you to reconnect and remember to get charged back up that you can get through it because it's like you said Dr. Emma and I love it you know we're here for a purpose and I say about your purpose once you find your purpose bam boo you in there <laughs> because that's going to give you your 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 energy and your your focus to get out of that gray area and get into the light. Oh, you well, want to add something? Go ahead. Well, I was going to say it's funny because the, the you know the chap that I met today, he you know he was saying that he doesn't have a faith, and I always say to people who don't have faith, I just say, I mean, he's got dogs, so right. you know he's out in nature quite a bit, and he was walking one of his dogs today, and I I just said to him, do you know what? Just ask because most people they'll say oh, I don't follow a prescribed faith, um, but, you know, I do believe that there's something out there. They do believe in a creator. And mm-hmm. so I, I just said to this chap, I said, you know what, when you're out walking or at night, I said, just ask, just ask your creator to help you, to guide you. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, and, and just ask him. And, mm-hmm. and that's it. We've all got a direct line right. to our creator. Right. And I think, you know, that's just the most powerful thing to do. Mm-hmm. So when you ask, it shall be. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Come to God walking and, right. you know, he will, he will answer your call. He will come to you running, you know. Right, so. right. Now, who gives you inspiration? If you can name a person. Yeah, quite a few, <laughs> quite a few. My mother is one inspiration oh. and, um, you know, she's an amazing lady and, um, but I could name, I could name a few, but certainly mm-hmm. my mum and also, I mean, if you're asking me for sort of a personality, I would Anybody. say Jim, Jim Rowan as well. You know, okay. I think as I was growing up, he is, he was basically um, Tony Robbins mentor. Mm-hmm. So he was the one that taught Tony Robbins. Um, but yeah, I think we can find inspiration in everyone that we meet, you know, something that inspires us. So you inspire me, Nichelle, you know. So I feel me. that. Um, bless you. So um, thank you. So, you know, so I, I think that, you know, I kind of grew up listening to Jim Rowe and I thought he was amazing. And obviously I say my mother because obviously, you know, our parents are a big influence on us. Um, But if we don't have that, because, you know, again, parents, just people that have kids and they may not always understand, you know, that generational change. So I I do think that, you know, whether it's a teacher or, uh, you know, whoever it is, you know, we can inspire and learn from everyone. Um, But for me, yeah, it it would be my mother and Jim Rowan. (laughs) (laughs) That's perfect. Everybody has. Um, you know, different experiences and different people uh, that, yeah. you know, inspire you in a way that can, you know, change your life. So we were talking about positive inspiration here. Let's talk about teams because I do talk about it a lot on my podcast. I focus on the business perspective on that, but also if you're in a group or something um, and mm-hmm. you, or, you are organizer of that and so forth, what, if we take a look at that team's overall right how do you or what are some of the required elements that you think to create a very good productive team to get to get it done to get the project done what do you think yeah quite often it's interesting because when you have a team that is fragmented normally well normally just because they're disconnected and it's also because i think they've not had enough time to get to know each other in you know in that kind of business context it's it's normally because they've not they don't kind of appreciate each other. And I think that's also because if it's just been 
and obviously COVID has changed things, but if it's just been in the office, it's, right. you know, there's a certain persona that people have. So I always like to advocate that if they're in a different um, non-professional um, environment and doing something where they, you know, where they have to act more like their natural selves, mm -hmm. like people, then I think they, you know, they do learn to trust and appreciate each other and there are different sort of meditations and things that you can do as well right. which but all of them i find you know are um which is my go-to thing really is to increase that connection because right. when the team is connected they're more you know they're more appreciative and grateful for each other mm -hmm. then they're more cohesive and then you get a better outcome for sure oh that sounds good yeah Teams are so important because it mm. does challenges us to learn to not just, you know, work with one another and share ideas, but just kind of the whole emotional balance and the needs for everybody. Yeah. And if you think of a collective aspect of that, like I like to say, it's the mm. 360 booth. Um, it really kind of, because don't it feel great when you finally get the project done because everybody is, you know, taking what have you as a giving and sharing type aspect. And, if, mm. and then you can learn about, I know the best group projects that I have is when I'm able to learn something extra about the other person that I'm in this team working yeah. with. And it just kind of like good food, you know? So yeah. yeah, I totally agree with that. Now let's do this because I know we're about to end the podcast and I want to talk about a metaphor relating to food. So in a fun way, <laughs> before yeah. we get to uh, wrapping this up today. So to present some ideas of solutions, what type of, um, to connect, how you can connect with that is if you had to describe yourself as any food or dessert or drink, what would that uh -huh. be and why? <laughs> and I do, I, I'll answer, I do me, I'll answer that question for me after you do yours. So what would you describe <laughs> yourself and why? Well, it's funny because there was one point in my life and for some reason I used to say, if I was an apple, <laughs> yeah. and I don't even know why I used to say that because I'm not particular. There are a couple of apples that I like, like types of apples. I'm not sure there's the English coxie apple, russet apple. What? So, you know, oh I, I like those, but I'm not like apple mad. So I have no <laughs> idea why I used to say that. And um, so, so, you know, so I would go with an apple because at the end of the day, you know, I think if I was an apple, then, you know, my my kind of ambition, I guess, in life would be to be picked from the tree or to fall mm. from the tree and to be eaten. Oh. And the thing is, to be eaten, it would be to provide sustenance, you know, to provide sustenance and enjoyment. And I think that's mm. the thing, right? That's kind of our life purpose. Right, right, is right. Really, you know, to enhance humanity, to do something, to provide sustenance to right. others. But as you would say, in a positive way, you know. Right, so, right. Yeah, so I'm gonna go with that apple. That's a great know. metaphor, yeah. I think food is so, like I said earlier, like eating, sitting down and having, you know, lunch or dinner or supper with someone else. You're just sharing the experiences because you're not nurturing your body, you're nurturing your soul. It was a movie, a movie that um, called Soul Food. Now, they have different aspects of the movie, but you can just take the title in itself. Um, for the soul is reading is talking is communicating and it's kind of relate to that so yours very good apple and we gotta talk about those different apples because i guess i'm from the south so yeah. i'm used to just mainly seeing the red and the green <laughs> oh, really? um, really? yes and the different things you can do with that which i love apple pie but that's another story oh me too me too me too yeah. <laughs> i think i would do i think i would go with a cookie i, really? and I know it's sweet and Oh, how that's going to be nutritious. But sometimes I just think after you, you know, experience what you had to experience, you 
you know, you did the walk, you did all that growing and learning. And sometimes it's just good just to have, I'm not saying 50 cookies, but just a cookie. And mm. I'll probably go old school and do chocolate chip. Yeah. 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 Just because it's, it's the gooey one, the really soft cookie. Oh, and yeah. just to enjoy, to take a moment to the accomplishments in your life, to see other people accomplishments, to just enjoy the moment. And we get yeah. so busy with everything. We got to be here. We got to be there. We got to be this. Like you said, now with COVID and all, and it gets so stressful. And I think just to relax and to remove that stress, because stress is definitely not good. Mm. And just to kind of enjoy that moment, not to overindulge, but mm. just a moment to savor, you know, what you learn, what you experience, what you said early today, your experience with other people, how they can influence you. It gives me one word or one sentence someone said to you week or what have you that you think about and you're like wow you know because mm. I think the powerful several powerful things today in the in the podcast and thank you so much for giving that and sharing that one that really stood out is pure intention I think that's so powerful I think that's connected to choices and I think having a cookie <laughs> if I had to describe myself I would I would I would choose I would choose that all right so Go ahead, you want to say something? <laughs> well, I was going to say, it's really interesting that you've said that because the thing is that food is such a blessing. And, you know, it when is. you think about people starving, but also I think, you know, I, I mean, I'm mainly vegetarian, but I do eat halal meat. And mm. I think that, you know, we've just become, I find it quite sickening when you get all these adverts for, you know, fried chicken and, you know, this yeah. fast food kind of thing, you know, yeah. because the thing is, when we eat meat, we should actually kind of be really respectful that an animal has, mm. you know, it, it's, you know, its life has been taken so that we mm. can eat. And mm. I think that fast food, you know, it's empty calories, the way it's made, mm. it's actually detrimental if that animal hasn't been treated properly. Mm. And, you know, it, it, it's not doing us any favors, you know, in terms of our brain and our mind. And also the way people eat it, because the way you're describing a meal on a shell is wonderful, you know, but then if you notice how people eat fast food, it's like fast and, you know, yeah, it's just totally I see what you're saying. Oh, I hope people that's listening really get that. That was some yeah. deep diving right there. It's um, giving respectfulness to the process of life. Mm -hmm. Even in that process of life, if you're saying that you're going to eat meat and with the whole concept of fast food, just hurry up and get it and get it in and get it. But yeah. you have to take your time and savor the moment and be thankful for you to be at that particular phase of the whole chain or what have you to give yeah. respect. That's what you're basically saying. That's deep. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, a reflection. Now, we try, at least say, we have this holiday probably you know thanksgiving and mm -hmm. don't get to the politics of that but <laughs> at least right right now but the whole or well, even not even that just say a family meal or a friend meal and you're sitting down and you're enjoying wine or whatever you don't want maybe it's a glass of water but you're understanding the person that prepared the food as we say here in the south picture mm -hmm. you know put love in it you know That's and true. it could be a plate of biscuits and yeah. you're sitting down and you're eating it and you're not rushing, as you just said, really fast. Because think of you, you're creating, um, you know, you create this meal and someone's just gobbling it down and like, okay, I'm out. I think mm. it's just kind of ungiving in a way. If you kind of just, just hear me out, those that's listening. And 
Instead, the scenario will, will go like this. You're actually sitting down, you're talking to the person that's finishing up the meal and they come in and bring it to the table and they're sitting down and they're having something to drink or maybe not, maybe water or tea or what have you. And you're taking your time as you reach for that, you could say a prayer before or what have you. And you're eating it and you're like, oh, and you're, you know, you're understanding the flavor and because people love good food. I mean, let's get, they can eat it. And you're thanking not only the ingredients and, and happy about that, but the person that, that made it. Because when we put our love in it, we're appreciating. At least I would like to say, for the most part, of people that really appreciate, you know, oh my gosh, I have this food and I can, you know, the means to do it. Because not everybody have that around the world, hunger or what have you, what you touched on. And you're able to enjoy and give thank to the person that made it. and thankful for, you know, the prime creator will have you give you that moment to you. You can actually eat it and enjoy it. And I think that's what you were saying. So that's deep. And it gives you more thankful and appreciative of your environment, especially with food, because food is power. And I totally agree with that whole fast food thing. You can avoid it, avoid it. <laughs> your whole life will change. Absolutely. Right. And sad, you know, it's sad to say that, I mean, certainly in the UK, even in London, you know, there is food scarcity. So we don't right. even have Here to in the United it. States, right. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. so. It shouldn't be, but it is. Yeah. Now, I know it's almost an hour. And before we end, I always like to ask my guest to give a mot uh Well, we're going to talk about your show and, I'll, and make sure people tune into that. But if you had a motivational quote that you want to share, what would that be? I'm going to share my mother's quote. Okay. Actually. It's something that I live by and um, and it's kind of my motto for life. Um, so it's translated, um, but essentially it is, make them understand with love. So, oh, that's so sweet. Know, isn't it lovely? So, you know, whoever it is, I think in your personal life, in your professional life, you know, we're all different. So whether we have a disagreement, etc. I just think that's the way to go, you know, make them understand with love. You know, mm -hmm. that is the way that love somebody... is giving. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Love is giving. Tell everybody about your podcast, how they can tune in. I really highly recommend my listeners to definitely take out check out Dr. Amber. She is marvelous as you could just tell by listening to her today. And she's a very giving spirit. And she's a part of the light workers that I feel that are here today on the planet. I know I went deep there, but it's the truth. That's what I feel when I listen to her. Not because I love people with an accent from Britain. <laughs> definitely share about your show and how people can tune in. Any other details you connect with oh, you. thank you so much so my sort of my, my name really is dr amber q so mm -hmm. as in q for queen let's just go amber queen i love it y'all should see our amber joes when we'll be talking back on uh what we chat on i don't want to say it where we chat but we chat back and forth and so our emojis are so hilarious but yes go ahead Dr. Amber Queen. So my podcast, I have one podcast called Inside Out Smile, mm -hmm. and it's available on Apple iTunes, Amazon Music, Google. Um, it's, it's basically on all sort of, it's on Spotify, it's on iHeartRadio. So it's all on, on all the major sort of platforms. And it's released, so I release an episode every Tuesday. So I think okay. I'm possibly going to be on number 60, I think, this okay. uh, this month. And I yes. have guests yeah, as yeah. well this month. And Michelle was my last guest. So yes. just finished. I had fun. <laughs> so y'all can tune in to Dr. Amber Queen. 
<laughs> on Tuesdays after you turn into my shows on Mondays. That's every other Monday, right, for the season. Brilliant. So yeah, thank you so much. I really appreciate the conversation there today, and I just feel so marvelous that you shared your experiences, your life experiences, and with the listeners today. I know they're going to use that in their own lives look at it in a perspective that they can get back up, move forward, or just feel motivated. So thank you so much because I really love when people share their life challenges and what they, their perspective, their knowledge or what have you, because it helps people that's on the journey trying to, trying to make it. So thank you so much for tuning in, everyone. And thank you so much. Thank you. Amber Keys, she's the queen. We the queens up in here. Make yeah, it happen. Absolutely. Light workers. Thank you so much. Thank you so All much right. for having me on your show. You're welcome. And thank you everyone for tuning me in today and see you in the next one. Thank you.